It's the I Thought I Knew You podcast with me, Howell Roberts, and him, Ed Southall. Crazy Ed, how are you doing? Hello, Hal Roberts, how are you? I'm alright, mate. I'm loving it. I'm loving it at the moment. It's nice, isn't it? Weather's it's, nice. It's very warm. I'm a bit too toasty, to be honest, but I'm happy for the blue skies. Yeah. Is it because you're a ginger? Yeah, it makes me burn and die. <laughs> <laughs> makes me burn and diet. <laughs> That's what happens to me, mate. I, but I've, I've, I tried on a waistcoat just for the heck of it the other day, a waistcoat. Yeah. I tried on a waistcoat the other day and I've lost some weight. It's been the only way I've been able to measure it because last time I wore it, uh, the hairs from my belly button were peeking through. <laughs> this this week, I put it on, just thought, I wonder how this, is this still as snug as I remember? Uh, aren't you supposed to wear no. a shirt underneath it though? Yeah, it was coming through, it was penetrating the shirt as well. I've got very strong That's hair. Robust hairs you must have. Oh, mate, yeah. We're off to a flying start, aren't we? We are, aren't we? <laughs> Straight onto Hal's belly button hair. So, sorry about that, everyone. How are you, you're looking well, mate. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm quite cheery today. I've got um, lots of things out of the way work-wise, so I'm starting to free up a bit of space to get other things done that's uh, you know new things that I've wanted to do for a while or things that I've had to put to rest for a while and I can bring back so sure. I'm pretty chuffed oh that's good and yeah that's good isn't it it's good getting lots of people are get uh, at the moment are getting stuff done apart from government Quite. everyone else yeah. is getting stuff done <laughs> I don't I didn't know why I said that well, I finished it, I finished my books they're all done yeah um and I've just I'm getting to the point where I'll have finished all the um, online content for this year's uh, PGC students, which is wow. you know, something we've had to kind of ad hoc jump into because of what's going on. Yeah, but they are due to finish the course formally in a few weeks, and we're still wow. abiding by the term breaks. So next week's a week off. Yeah, um, and then they've got two more weeks. Uh, and then Great. that's it and you're starring in the second week I believe well I hope so yeah, did you know hope, yeah, yeah I am I'm going to be up in my attic here playing with my Star Wars figures and uh, doing a talk oh they'll for, love that everyone. Yeah, can you I'm, reenact I'm Star Wars for them yeah I'm through, right through the yeah. lens of education through the lens <laughs> of education they like yeah, that I'm, in academia don't know the term lens they do actually I've started using it it's like the term I've heard a lot on the telly everyone's ramping everything up aren't they yeah have you heard that I'm ramping it up ramping it up how do you mm. up a ra- uh, I don't know I don't know either. so I've I've obviously not been going out of the house very much I haven't no. done what a few people well a lot of people have done and gone oh look they've relaxed the rules a little bit let's just go out forever I'm oh, pretty man. much just carrying on yeah, did you see that lady on the news? That lady on the news when she's on Seaside. It was in Devon or Dorset. Dorset, it was in Dorset. Right. Right, beaches rammed. And there's this family there, 
And you know when the the journalist does an interview with a boom mic that's about twenty foot long, yeah. <laughs> so they're having to shout the question. <laughs> so the the journalist shouts, um, "What do you think about all the people coming here today?" And this woman sits there, and in all seriousness, without breaking into a laugh, she says, "Well, we've driven." Um, an hour and 20 minutes to get here today and I'm looking around and I'm disgusted there's just far too many people here. <laughs> just ignored the lot there was just no irony at all no. she, she was just off her head wow they were like what and then when the journalist must have been cutting the report together she must have just thought this is crackers this is going to send everyone into a spin <laughs> and it did <laughs> well done journalist it worked well yeah, Kate's mental. made a load of masks for the family now has she? Yeah, and, and we're, as you know, we only live in a little village and said, right, we're going out and we're going to try them on because I want the kids to get used to them in case they yeah. have to wear them for school. So mm. they all put them on and went out and they, they look like extras from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> at least, um, at le- I mean, I'm glad she changed it from her original mask design, which I understand was a plague mask, you know, with those elongated noses that covered your eyes. Um, yeah. um, they were going to be a big shock around where you live. Yeah, and a big pile of lavender in the nose. <laughs> sure, Finnell, you're just giving me a rate idea now. I might go for a wander out village later with a plague mask on. You I think I've got someone. Should. I'm sure no one will think you're a serial killer. I've got one somewhere, you know, because, you know, when you go to Venice, have you ever been to Venice? I have, yeah, yeah, once. You have to buy one, don't you? Mm. When you go to Venice, you buy one or you get, and you get a miniature gondola. I didn't buy one. Well. I was only there for two hours. Were you? Yeah, we were we, close we by t- and I took, I took the eldest. I, I, said to, I said to Kate, should we go? Because it's not far away. And she was like, I'm a bit tired. So I took the eldest and we left the um, campsite at like half six in the evening <laughs> and came back about half eight and it was great it was great um, I drove there recently but my, the last time I was there um, I, do you know who I went with? I don't year chuffing nine year nine year chuffing nine mate I feel like you've told me about Venice before taking kids <laughs> with you mate we'll always have Venice it's bonkers um, I were you chased um, around uh, by a girl in a little <laughs> red coat yeah, no, I was chasing her around, <laughs> and um, yeah, and then got murdered. Yeah. No, uh, she, uh, she, not she. It was that whole trip, Italy, nineteen ninety eight, yeah. with year eight and nine from the Kingston School in Barnsley. It's uh, one day they'll make a film of it, and it Maybe won't be a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have. It's called. Um, it's called. I've forgotten the name now. I had a really good title then. I can't remember now. But um, titles for movies based on trips that you have taken as a teacher, if you're a teacher. Yeah. I like I'll be this. happy to listen to some of them. Yeah, me too. I'll be happy to listen to some of them. I don't think mate. I went on any crazy school trips, you know. I don't think I was ever in a school long enough to, to go, right, oh, that's what I want to do at this school. I oh, just, man, I just I to... moved on. <laughs> when I they said, Ed, you haven't been on a school trip it. for a while. It's your turn. I was like, here's my P45, I'm off. <laughs> I've told you about Jake, haven't I? My, my, my mate Jake, he's a teacher. He goes on more school trips than anyone. He's he? somehow found that niche in his sc- on the school staff mm. of being the go-to elder statesman of school trippage. Don't you have to just vouch to be the coach driver and then you, you're set? <laughs> yeah. No, you vouch to batter the coach driver when, <laughs> when everyone falls out with the coach driver if it's a long European trip. Uh, that happened when I went to Italy. Um, 
Gold driver nearly got battered oh by me. Um, <laughs> he would have hammered me, actually, to be fair. He was rock hard. <laughs> but uh, he was also a tosser. Um, anyway, <laughs> one day I'll write the story of that. Yeah, please do. Um, <laughs> how's, how's, so you've had masks made. That's exciting. Yeah, and I've done... Um, trying to get back into running a bit I've not really got any excuse to not run at the moment but uh, I just I don't know it, I don't know about you but like at night time I don't want to go to bed anymore because I'm just like oh I, when I get up it's that same old routine now yeah. and in the morning because I stayed up so late I can't be bothered getting out of bed so shattered and I don't like running unless it's first thing in the morning so I'm, I'm doing a bit but not as much as I want to running is definitely a morning thing I, 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 I think so I can't imagine what it's... I can't even do it in the afternoon, mate. <laughs> I've tried, and I just get really tired. You sent me and a text just, last night at, like, 20 past midnight. I did? Yeah. Yeah, that's because I'd stayed up late. I'd watched... Uh, what had I done last night? I'd, I'd watched a lot of Louis Theroux. Oh, and yeah. I like Louis Theroux, and, and I can watch him again and again. And that thing happened where it was part one of Miami Mega Jails or something. Oh, yeah. So I watched part one. And then I watched part two. And then the next one that Kate comes on, because Netflix does it does give you a choice, but once you're sucked in, that next episode thing at the bottom right yeah, corner. It's, not, it's kind of like a fake choice, isn't it? Yeah. They know I'm what like you're going to choose. I'm thinking, oh, it's late yeah. now. Hey, but even have, you, have, you, have you pondered about the thought that we started this podcast called I Thought I Knew You and we weren't sure what was mm. going on and now you're texting me at 20 past midnight? I know, but that's because I've been drinking. Because <laughs> that's what I've started doing every night. Well, I, I, no, I haven't really. Oh, I have. <laughs> Just most nights. Just most nights at the moment. My, my beer, uh, my, my beer delivery, which which used to be oh, fortnightly yeah, from Magic, from Magic a, Rock. Yeah, it was actually again. <laughs> it used to be fortnightly. It's just the days I get. You know, I'm ordering mm. it more frequently, and I'm ordering more beer each time <laughs> it's all going to be fine I need some kindness. I, I don't know I managed to get a delivery from um, uh, from a local brewery today Very a cask good. to my um, to my garage bar was it your brewery it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> simply put <laughs> yeah uh, yeah it, it was that or it went down drain so well, that's, um, that's not a difficult choice is it that's a, I I'm will gonna, drink it all <laughs> I'm going to give it a go I'm going to give it a go and see what happens um, yeah it's it's good that, that you're still uh, I can see that you're drinking now I am yeah I got two cans today what are they called there's a bird joke in there isn't there for dads two, two, two cans oh yeah never mind yeah. uh, no, well because I've had to close the windows it's quite warm yeah. in here so I've stocked up on cold beverages I wondered why you're taking the top off <laughs> and I've put them in the cap and it's got two straws going into the mouth <laughs> yeah oh yeah someone bought me one of those ones it was absolutely brilliant I laughed I laughed all day and I wore it all day with cans going in Stella's cans of Stella's going into me that's, that's me, a what's a classy drinking look. hat oh it's a classy look yeah. straws sometimes got in way when you were trying to like eat something yeah but absolutely blooming brilliant that, that's just nature's way of saying drink more yeah stop eating <laughs> keep drinking I just wonder if any of the listeners you know are still there but also any of the listeners are you drinking more than you normally would because because we are to, <laughs> we are me and Ed are 
Ed's like gone full on Lord of the Flies in his house. I have, yeah. And yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just, we're both just sitting well, here now. You te- when you, morning, when you texted me yesterday, I was, uh, on. I'd only been asleep a, a little while. I, I usually go to bed about half ten because I'm too tired, but I'm staying up at the moment. I watched an interesting movie last night. Oh, right. You which tell kept me up that, till then? nearly midnight. Um, well, this is a bit of a long story. I'm going to try and trim this down a little bit. Let me take my top off. All right, steady on. You put in pajamas on. It's too hot, mate. It's too hot because I've had to shut window because microphone's too good. Yeah, well, this is the same. <laughs> That's what's morning. going on here. Sure, <laughs> this, this podcast will end up being sixteen hours long because we passed out and left it recorded. <laughs> can you hear Darth Vader? I can hear Darth Vader. Right, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, hang on. Sorry, I don't know when it stops. I press this button. It just Can goes on forever, it? doesn't it? Is it reenacting the whole movie? Yeah, but it, the batteries are going on it. All right, it's shut up now. Drunken Yeah, it's like... Ooh, right, on. so we got tagged in a tweet yesterday uh, yeah. from my friend Martin Noon. Because oh, yeah. he was Beastmaster. watching... Beastmaster? Hold on, he was it's watching... Just, oh, sorry. Beastmaster! Now, I suspect you've seen that film before however i I have not (laughs) and he was tweeting about it and i was like this looks absolutely ridiculous i need to watch it so i actually watched it today so i I Mm. kind of need to speed through beastmaster even though it's well deserving of its own entire (laughs) beastmaster and beastmaster 2 mate Uh, i I think there's more than two (laughs) yeah probably yeah so I know you're going to chip in because I know you know. Go on, no, well, I just I've got a gut feeling you know a hell of a lot more than I do about this movie. But I watched. I just want to briefly cover Beastmaster and then I'll move on to the one that I watched last night. Right. All right. Okay. So Beastmaster is uh, what 1982, I think. Yeah, sure. Um, right. Starring Mark Singer. Don't know who that is. Um, I think he did a load of TV afterwards. Mm-hmm. Tanya Roberts, who did, who was the Bond girl in View to a Kill. Yeah. Mm, she's very nice. She was, was alright, wasn't she? Uh, John Amos from Die Hard 2. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> and Riptorn. <laughs> you can't go wrong. If Riptorn turns up, you're probably in the right ballpark. Indeed. And rather than explaining the film, I thought I would just re- recount uh, Martin's tweets because he live tweeted while he was watching the film. Oh, did he? <laughs> Fair play to him. Now, very briefly, it's a, it's a fantasy movie that that kind of jumps on the back of uh, like the Red Sonja, Conan the Barbarian, Conan, yeah. Arnie films. Like they were really popular, so there was this big um, uh, surge in fantasy movies and things. Um, so this this was shortly after they came out, I think. Um, so his first tweet says, I'm watching The Beastmaster for the first time since I was a kid. How my parents let me watch this film, I don't know. Two fellas have just hung themselves, followed by a witch using magic to move a baby from a pregnant woman to a cow, only to be cut out later. <laughs> a couple of extra tweets. Ever seen a tiger kiss a ferret? Because <laughs> that's the final scene. <sighs> Lots of sacrifices. Riptorn kills children. <laughs> it, well, yeah. I saw that, that scene was quite distressing. It's just kind of <laughs> bopping them with a pole, trying to push them into a fire. And uh, yeah, Martin's uh, loving parents let him watch that several times as a child. Yeah, 
it's um it's of a great time and it takes me back to I'm, i may be a similar age to to martin i don't know but um the Beastmaster was just something you had to watch. It yeah. was like a Conan ripoff. It was made by the guy who made Phantasm, if you've ever heard right. of that. There was a long roll of Phantasm yeah. movies. But yeah, it was it was cool. Excellent. Sort of and well, anything. I, I watched it today and I, I Yeah. It was a lot better than the film I watched the night before, which is of the same genre. Um, can, but it was still can, quite like you could tell it had a bigger budget. Um, yeah. Um Mark Singer, just so you know, and, I, and again, I don't. You're a bit younger than me, mate. And yeah. but Mark Singer was really well known because he was in the TV show V about uh, an alien well, invasion. Well, I looked at him on IMDb. I saw that he'd done a hell of a lot of TV, and he's got yeah. a best-selling book. Oh, I say. Well, yeah. he, you know, and he was he, he was always a good chisel-jawed hero, you know, as far as I can remember. Yeah. But when V was on the telly, I were at school, and we all used to, like, it was a miniseries. It was like the new sort of miniseries. Yeah. There haven't been very many miniseries. Is, is. There was one called Lace, yeah. uh, based on a book, and there was one... Uh, Richard Chamberlain always used to be in a more Christopher Reeve. Yeah. And uh, then I, V was the. I big actually one. watched a lot of V. Oh, did I you? was very little though. My next one, I must have been about six or seven. Uh, no, I must have been. Yeah, it must have been seven, se- between seven and ten. And my next yeah. door neighbour had Sky, and he was he was a year older than me, and he, I think his parents must have had it, and we would just watch it when they went in the right. room. Because <laughs> they remade it, didn't they? But you were you, you know. Oh, maybe you it's know the remakes them. I watched. Something in the eighties no, is what I was watching. Yeah, anyway. it was the eighties was the original. Yeah. But they did remake it in the way that they remade Battlestar Galactica right, as well, okay. another seventies classic uh, that they remade for 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 sort of for you know satellite cable yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Okay. Anyway, he was quite buff. She was quite <laughs> scantily clad. Yeah, he can control animals. And yeah. one, one of the first times he controls an animal is to he controls a ferret to steal the clothes of Tanya Roberts when she's getting out of the water. The cheeky lad. <laughs> she doesn't seem that bothered, lad. to be honest. She ends up with him in the end. Spoiler alert. Oh, does she? <laughs> she's like that, Tanya. Anyway. Tanya. So, ah, Tanya. So, <laughs> Me auntie Tanya. So I saw she's that he was watching that, and I typed mm. it into... Uh, it's on one of the streaming services, but the one that I typed it into, it wasn't on. But, uh, but it, you know how it picks it up and goes, oh, you're probably going to want to watch... Yeah. And it tries to put all these similar-ish movies in, right? Yeah. It put in a similar movie. And, and this has inspired me to create our first feature... Oh, mate. Regular feature on the podcast. This is really exciting. Are you excited? Have you got a jingle there? I have a jingle. I've made oh, it. This is how excited I am about this new feature. So can each... I have a go at? Go can, sorry, can I have a go at guessing what the film might be? Uh, you can. I don't know. Uh, well, okay. Uh, yes, I'll give you an opportunity to guess the film. Thank you. It's of that Thank genre, you. right? Thank you. And it's of that year, that period as well. Okay. Um, Brilliant. So our new feature, ladies and gentlemen, is called slightly quite crap films. Slightly quite crap films. So, <laughs> mate, if this does, this is a game changer. This is a game changer right here. The hashtags are around about eighty-nine characters long. Can you play it again? What's the new feature called, Ed? It's called slightly quite crap films. Slightly quite crap films. 
<laughs> and that is me on the recorder. That is genius. <laughs> Mate, we need to copyright that straight away because someone will snap that up. Yeah, did you like my harmony? I worked hard on that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. How do you do that all at once? Don't, 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 don't flabbergast me with your, with your technology. All right, you, do you want to have a guess weirdo. at the name of the film? Do you want, do you want a couple of clues yeah. first? Um, is it The Warrior and the Sorceress? It's not. Is it, um, has it got Barbarian in the title? Uh, it's not got Barbarian in the title, but yeah. one of the cast was in two films... With Barbarian, with Barbarian in the, in the title. title. Yeah. And she was so, murdered. Yeah, Phil she Spector. Was, Phil Spector, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> People I don't know listening why I'm to this are like, what? Yeah, Phil Spector, he's in prison, isn't he? For he's murdering got massive her, yeah. Hair. And so, every Christmas, Phil Spector's in my house. Yeah, because we're listening we put, to him dancing yeah. away, oblivious. We're listening to him doing Christmas songs with, with Ronettes and all that. Yeah, and, he's a bit there, and the last track is. And now it just leaves me to say thank you and a very Merry Christmas to you and your family, always. Yeah. It's dark now, though, isn't it? A bit dark. It's what? Oh, so it's that's, dark, yeah. I'm sure you know the name. Lana Clarkson. She is in yes. this film, but it's not Barbarian Queen 1 or 2. I oh, know. It's uh, Deathstalker. <laughs> it is Deathstalker. <laughs> Or is it Deathstalker 2? Or 3, or 4. Yeah, or 3, or 4. Can I just astound you now, one. mate? Yes. I've Are got, you in I've it? Got, <laughs> no, no. I'd love to have been in Deathstalker. But I have. I've, uh, in the dark corners of my DVD collection, <laughs> I've got Deathstalker <laughs> and The Warrior and the Sorceress. These were big movies when I were a kid because they were video rentals. Yeah. And you were guaranteed blood, gore, and... And boobies. You know, and basically, <laughs> you know, yeah. There's, there's plenty of boobies in this yeah, I know. That's how, they, that's how they sold tickets for them. So go on, crack on. <laughs> Tell us all about it. Crap movies. It's a slightly quite crap film. Mm. <laughs> so it seems that um, if you wanted to be in this film and you were female, then uh, as you were getting on the set, they would hand you a robe without a tie, and that's it, yeah. or a yeah. pair of pants <laughs> and a sword. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I, I think you know what you're getting when you get into this film. But my God. Um, yeah. I want to read you a review from the Boston Globe. Please do. Just so that people get a feel for the quality of Deathstalker. Yeah. Uh, the Boston Globe called it a cauldron brimming with stale filmmaking, stone-faced acting, and primitive editing. Aside from the nasty rapes, I count oh. at least six, and the endless violence, Deathstalker drips with derivative dullness. The movie yeah. is so bad that the director can't even give you a credible decapitation. <laughs> <laughs> That's and I gotta say, one. the decapitation was upsetting, but for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. It was like the camera's just, just um, still on like a few trees, and then it's very clear that someone has just thrown a ball that's <laughs> been dressed up as a head across the view of the camera. But it's how you do it, <laughs> isn't it? It's how you do it on a low budget. And essentially, the entire film is this character called Deathstalker. Um, yeah quasi saving women from from people trying to rape them and then the the woman just kind of gives him the eye and he gives them the eye back and then it's on yeah. <laughs> and that's about it the thing about these movies right 
because these were I used to I don't know I love this new feature of slightly crap movies because <laughs> this plays right into my path your entire life. library it's, it's, it's my life has been kind of strung together by great films I've got like this tapestry to my life which I was going to talk about later when we talked about some comedies from last podcast. Yeah, yeah. But there's this tapestry of... Uh, I feel like my life is just a connection of films. And these Death Stalkers, as minor as they are, all you've got to do is look at the cover art and you think, chuffing hell, I'm watching that. Yeah, Especially yeah. if you're about 13. Yeah, Death think, Stalker 2's got quite the front cover. <laughs> It's got a man yeah. just wearing pants, but he's got one leg to the side, so it looks like he's yeah. wearing nothing, and yeah. he's holding a big hammer. <laughs> That's yeah. not a metaphor. No. And he's very muscly, and then he's got a woman to his side who is also very muscly and very naked. Yeah, and a selling point of that particular film, sorry, I've just looked it up, is starring Monique Gabrielle sexy star of the bachelor party movie <laughs> what is you know, that with the Tom second Hanks. one <laughs> it's the one with Tom Hanks um, so yeah that's the second one sorry well the first one stars Rick Hill that's a great name for an actor but he was replaced for Deathstalker 2 and 3 yeah but he came back for Deathstalker 4 so I'm quite intrigued fair play, <laughs> fair play. I think Deathstalker is a fantastic name it is for a, a kind of Conan ripoff. you know it's it's <laughs> It's brilliant, you know. Um, who else is in it? Uh, it's got Barbie Benton, who oh, first starred famous. in The Naughty Cheerleader. <laughs> 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 and Bernard... Yeah. Oh, my God. Bernard Go Earhard. I don't know if that's his <laughs> porn name. Bernard <laughs> Earhard, yeah. And Great. he... Uh, I don't, I, he's been in stuff I've never heard of. Satan's Touch, Walking the Edge... He's a voice in GoBots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> GoBots. Oh, good Lord. So, yeah, very small budget, very, very yeah. um, awful film by today's standards. So probably yeah. awful film by those standards, judging on that review, which I can't imagine is a, a new review. <laughs> no, no. But I must say, um, if anyone's listening, they might remember those. I mean, the lurid covers of the videos. Yeah. Um, but they were just selling, really trying to sell the movie, weren't they? Yeah, and it was yeah, basically yeah. gore, horror, and um, sex, yeah. and and they were very successful. At I mean, they made their money those films. Yeah, they did. Well, just I mean, on the you box, make art. three more of them if it wasn't making money. <laughs> no, much. no. And the, the number two and three, you made at the same time with the same cast with different <laughs> hats on <laughs> and different swords, didn't you? That's what you did. Yeah, and you use the music from number one for number two and three. It's it's um, it's awesome. Well, the the only other thing I wanted to say, which is just bizarre, yeah. is there's music pretty much all the way through the film. There's no minute yeah. of film without music in the background. And they've obviously gone to their mate, you know, Tiny Jane, and gone, "Hey Jane, <laughs> can you bring? You've got a keyboard, haven't you?" <laughs> yeah, you've got. Well, is it a synthy kind of? Yeah, is it, it is. Because yeah. when the synth, how long is the demo button when you press it? <laughs> <laughs> it is that. It is. It's one person with a keyboard, the state of the art keyboard. Who they have? They have just called up and gone. Come on, knock us out some catchy tunes. Yeah. So um, I want to finish the feature of Death Stalker and slightly yeah. quite crap films with an offer to 
our listeners, if they have a slightly quite crap film that they would like either or both of us to try and watch between yeah. recordings, I'm up for it. Yeah, I'd I'd like to join in with that. I'm I'm up for it as well. If if so, just to reiterate, if you've got a film, maybe you know, not Deathstalker. Now we can tick that one no, off. I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> if there's a film, and do you know what, you're allowed to like it. I think you're allowed to. I really like that sort of genre yeah. that you've described and it sounds horrible but they're just stupid they are extremely but, stupid <laughs> as i say there's something about the tapestry of my life that, that yeah. they're, they're an important part of it these these crap films so you're allowed to like the film but it is it's just crap slightly quite crap slightly yeah. quite crap so <laughs> just so we can use the jingle again in a minute yes please have a little think have a little think as we listen to the jingle one last time <laughs> about a film that you could tweet us or face cloth us and we will try and seek it out and we will watch it and don't we'll, send we'll, us anything that's long yeah well that's the nice thing about Deathstalker it's about 45 minutes long or something <laughs> I reckon I reckon you're right I reckon it'll probably be about 78 minutes or something that's but do you know what good because there's too many films that are 146 minutes long indeed, indeed. give me a film under 90 minutes I'm buzzing right so we're, we're, we're going to wait on people to suggest one yeah. I'm not going to suggest one for us to watch we'll wait for someone to do it first if no one gets okay. back to us we'll, I'll, I'll figure out a new one well, I've got, I'll be honest with you, I've got loads of crates of crap films here. Brilliant. That like. So, that was it. That's the end of our feature. Slightly Quiet Crap Films. Can we hear it? Slightly, Slightly Quiet, quiet crap, crap Films. <laughs> it's that recording at the end. <laughs> it's genius, that, mate. Oh, do you know what? I were in woods yesterday. Go on. I were in, I were in forest yesterday. And... Uh, I've been asked to come up with some story. You know, th- this this group of schools have asked me to just tell stories that the kids can listen to, and the, then they can do loads of work on it, like lots of different activities from the story I tell. Yeah. So yesterday, found myself in woods. That's why I was trying on my waistcoat. Because I thought I can never get into this waistcoat. I'll need to wear an over-the-top jacket over it. Like. You wanted to wear a waistcoat into the woods? Yeah. So I went into the woods with my waistcoat shirt and tie on. Okay. Right? I look like the poshest dogger you've ever seen, <laughs> you know. I went in and <laughs> and uh, got me, had my tripod and me and all that, and I set up. And I just, I just went for it. I, I, and I'd, I was quite happy. I was buoyant because my waistcoat fitted me. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably pile it all back on once the lockdown's over. But um, <laughs> it's, I've, I've lost a little bit of timber around the edges. Yeah. Um, and I, so I found myself at Woods yesterday, just telling, telling a story to my phone, and I really enjoyed it. It was great, and it's called the forest. So that was, that was my weird sort of work yesterday now on the way back to the car that thing happened where there was a couple strolling yeah. you know and I just walked I emerged in a way from the trees <laughs> <laughs> I emerged fully suited up and it was chuffing boiling yesterday so I was sweating a bit you know. and then <laughs> with my tripod and camera looking like some sort of I don't know, posh pornographer, <laughs> just stepping out of the woods. And I, and I just went, 
And, and all I can muster when I'm suddenly startled by strangers is the term, hey up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm proper that. So I emerged from the trees. I startled them. I went, hey up. And they were like, hi. Hi. And he said hi. And she didn't say anything. I'll bet. She just looked at me. And I carried on walking. I didn't turn back and look at them just in case. <laughs> Brilliant. I love stuff like that, do you? I'm, I'm just amused at imagining them recalling this story to their friends That's, later on. Yeah, they're on a podcast, they're on another podcast somewhere else going, and yesterday Julia and I were just going for a um, stroll. <laughs> Went out for our woods. exercise, twice a day exercise, and, uh, and a man, a very posh man, emerged. We thought he was an alien. <laughs> I were Keanu Reeves in the day the earth stood still <laughs> going back to last week yeah that was funny but that were work that, that, it's great because that's work that's what's happened to me work I, I wouldn't have done that normally yeah that's so more interesting changing. than my work mate that's far more interesting what have you been doing oh just you know training teachers and stuff yeah, but it's it's highfalutin have you done any of your um, you're doing an O level aren't you in um, PhD uh, uh, <laughs> well that's one of the things it's bizarre really that I'm actually excited about getting back into I don't think many right. people are excited about carrying on with their PhDs but, um, yeah, but is I, that because you've cleared everything else then? yeah yeah so I've, I've I think it's my version of, my version of procrastinating is to take on another book <laughs> so every time I finish one I'm like right now I can start the PhD or, or carry on with the PhD or crack on and get another two billion words done um, yeah. <laughs> and then someone will come out of some, some hidden corner somewhere on Twitter or on my emails and go we'd really like you to write a book would you fancy writing a di-? and I'm like oh yeah that'd be good I'll do that <laughs> I'll do that instead of the thing that I've <clears throat> that dedicated that I'm paid to, to do yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah I'm quite excited about getting back into that um, I've mm. also started um, being a bit more creative with things and we talked last time that I was I picked up the guitar a little bit more and um, yeah. I'm drawing again which is nice I'd, I'd had you drawn a seal <laughs> yeah pretty it's bizarre isn't it a, a walrus um, oh, I'm sorry, a walrus. I've sorry, got this, I just misremembered. This, so I draw figures and and hmm. mostly, but uh, someone recommended me a book that's just called um, uh, the Sketch Encyclopedia over 900 yeah. drawing projects, and it's just wow. page after page after page after page uh, of things to draw, and. Um, it just builds it up with four images, so it gives you like your basic mm. shapes, and then you a bit of detail, a bit more detail, a bit more. And it's a great. I mean, it's such a simple, silly book in some ways, but it's so useful to just go right. I'm going to draw something else today instead of these. Um, and I picked a bloody walrus. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it looked great. It looked brilliant. I saw that because I think you put it on um, Twitter. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And it's it, you've got a real talent there, mate. It's, it's drawing is really hard. I think. Yeah. Well, I, and I like I like to sketch and I, nothing like what you're doing. I like to draw stickmen. Yeah. You know, I like to just mess about with drawing. But you're you've got a really nice touch with the pencil. Well, I, <laughs> I'll put that on my CV. Yeah. <laughs> You can, mate. You can have that. You can have that. Well, mate. I um, I always wanted to draw when I was a kid, and art yeah. at school for me was was um, 
it's a bit like when people say to me now, or like when I teach the primary cohort, because they're not, they haven't chosen to teach maths. It's just kind of thrust upon yeah. you as a primary teacher. They uh, inevitably you get some of them going, "Oh, I hate maths," or oh, "I've really never liked maths." And, and part of your job is to persuade them that actually you're an mm. ambassador of it now. And and one of the reasons yeah. you didn't like it is probably because you didn't get it, and that's not necessarily your fault. Mm. Um, and. I relate to that because that was me in art lessons. I I would be sat there in GCSE, uh, no, not even GCSE, like year nine. I didn't I didn't do it for GCSE, um, and I'd be the be essentially the lessons would be an art teacher telling you to draw something. They'd do a version of it and then go off you go. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure there was more to it, but that's how I remember it. And that's I, more than my art teacher did. <laughs> she was chuffing lazy. Draw a shoe. Take your shoe off and draw She'd it. Just draw your pencil. Get a load of shit and put it in the middle of the table and go draw that. <laughs> see, see you in the spring. <laughs> Today we're going to draw. Looks around the room. Looks around the room. Looks around. The <laughs> yeah. Room. Light fittings. <laughs> your hand again. <laughs> <laughs> a dog in the playground. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so and I was oh, really right, intimidated yeah. by other people in the in the room because there were a few people there who mm. who had a bit of an ability for it without having to be taught. I don't want to say natural talent because I'm not I'm not convinced that that's a thing. Um, but they just they just picked they, well they picked it up easier than other people. Um, yeah. And you'd be sat with them going, I want to be able to draw like that, and then you draw it just and and like. I know now how, how I was thinking about drawing after studying it more as an adult, but like you'd, you'd try and draw a hand and you'd be like, right, a hand has basically got five sausages and, <laughs> <laughs> and a face is a circle. And, um, yeah. and it just pissed me off. And I just thought, I don't, I don't, this is frustrating and I don't like it because there's people around me who are better than me at it and I don't know how to get better. Mm. Um, so then when I started teaching as an adult, I was about 26 or seven, so a few years in, um, it was about that point where you you know a lot more people across departments than you were because I think when you start school you learn your department and then you're quite insular for a while and then slowly you start to learn more and more people yeah um, so I got to know the art department really well and I said to one of them I said I really want to do an A level in art because I've always wanted to be able to draw um, and she said well I don't think you need to do the A level but I can I can give you the materials to to become that kind of proficient if you like and so she gave me some books and I went away and I just self-taught from yeah. books. But because I was an adult, I think, and because I was really invested in wanting to be able to do it, um, I found it a lot easier to do. And it, it, so, so I just used a couple of books, lots of exercises in the books. I diligently did every single one. Um, and by about, about six to 12 months later, I was pretty decent at it. Mm. Um, probably less than that actually um, but then I just stopped doing it because life got in the way and I got too busy um, mm. and then about a year ago I tried to pick it up again and then I stopped because life got too busy and then now because I've got nowhere to go I've picked it up again So, and I really enjoy yeah. doing it but it is quite time consuming I think it's um, I think it's worth pursuing and it can make you happy as well it's good for you I think creating and making is just brilliant for your, your mental health um my wife's uh, late mother ja- jackie bless her br- brilliant lady she she was a brilliant naturally taught artist and we've got paintings that she did hanging in the house and not just because she was my mother-in-law mm-hmm. but because they're beautiful things yeah. and i think now because she died very young and i think now if i could sit and talk to her about it i'd really love to do that i'm sorry i, I feel like i've just got morose but i'd really like to i think art you see 
stays it remains after you've perhaps left it mm. do you know what I mean yeah. um, it's like with if you ever record music you make if you record say a jingle like the one that you've done <laughs> and you get run over by a bus tomorrow then the jingle remains and it's your creation it's your input input it's like your books seriously it's like your books your books are there now i'm not being funny it's like this podcast because even if no one listens to it we've done it yeah do you know what i mean it's it's and and if if uh, anyone can have a pop at it have a pop at it and you, you're allowed to Don't it's, encourage it's, people to have a pop no at no it but you but you're allowed to be a critic <laughs> a critic but then go and do it go and do your own yeah go and do your own then it's like it's like with books. I wanted I wanted to write a book. I've always wanted to write a book, and then I wrote one, and um, and that'll always be there. Mm. That's my point. Yeah. The, the the thing creativity when you create something, it it can be there for the long haul, yeah. long after you've moved on to do other things. You know, but you, that drawing of your wall, Russ, that's there now. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And if no one wants that, if you don't want it, sign it. I'll have it. I'm going to give it to a walrus. That's weird. <laughs> Here you are, I drew you. You weirdo. I, I have to draw you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've been standing here with nothing on for... I, just, I thought we were doing life drawing. Shall I put my towel back on? <laughs> you are my inspiration to draw a walrus. <laughs> yeah. you, you've just seen me... Yeah. <laughs> you've seen me one belly button there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what though seriously if people if people are because uh, I've had a few yeah. texts because you mentioned I tweet it out yeah the reason I tweet them is to inspire me to do another one um, yeah it's just so that I can keep a log and if just one person likes it I go oh someone's looked at that and liked it I'm going to do another one um and I guess that's depressing in some ways, but um, <laughs> no, it's not. I, um, I think it's a nice but, thing but, to do. Well, but genuinely, if people want to learn to draw or something like that, the best thing I've done is is buy a sketchbook, and every drawing yeah. goes in that book, so that you can yeah. you can just look at your own improvement and and go, oh, look how far I've come since then, and 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 that's it, I, really I, nice I think for me. Nice. I think you've got to measure your own progress against yeah. yourself because if yeah. you're comparing to others, you, you you're done for really. And that book you've got that that inspires you and just gives you ideas. There's <laughs> loads of those. Um, I really like those kinds of things. Those um, you know those little bits of inspiration. I know downstairs. I mean, my wife writes a lot of songs and stuff. And and she, we've got the books on the bookcase. You know, the songwriter's bible and the songwriter. You know, even even down to a book, a dictionary of rhymes. Mm. So you you know, if you you're writing a song, the the sky is so orange. Then you go to that book and you think, what rhymes with orange? Chuff me, I've I've painted myself into a corner with that one. Lozenge. Lozenge, there you go. Nearly. It's lozenge, love. <laughs> Try and put orange and lozenge together in a coherent <laughs> pair of lyrics. Oh, I, I just think it's great. But I think I think also it's you, you when you draw or you make music or you do anything anything creative, then you're also capturing a moment in time. Mm. You're, you're capturing, this is you today, drawing this thing. And like you say, in a sketchbook, it's there. And, you know, date it. Date it in your sketchbook so you can, like you say, you can see your progress. You can also give yourself a bollocking when you draw and then leave it for a year. Yeah, well, quite, that's what I've been back doing. To it. <laughs> I've been yeah. chastising myself. Like, Why didn't you draw in, in November? Because I remember drawing in like... Uh, April and May last year and and my big hmm. drive was I wonder what I'm going to be like by Christmas yeah but then I stopped I <laughs> yeah I know but 
that's just life. That's yeah. that's normal, isn't it? You know, we can. I mean, there's lot. I wonder how many hobbies people have taken on, or or new learning. I think we've talked about this on a previous cast, but just just new stuff that people are doing yeah. um, just because we're in this lockdown I, I have I'm uh, making jokes about me just making a film in wood yesterday but <laughs> I've had to like learn I've had to learn how to use iMovie on my phone which I know is nothing but I didn't know how to use it till till yesterday when I'd made a little film yeah, do you know what I mean yeah. and now I've learned and now I can go and do it and I've thought why well, haven't I done this before yeah and I, I think considering the potential longevity of this situation yeah I'd, I'd feel I think I know myself well enough to know that once we come out of it if I haven't learned if I haven't used this opportunity and I know these are all horrible words to use when people are going through awful stuff but, yes, but yeah. if I haven't used this opportunity to do something different I think I'll be kicking myself I agree I am I am already having a tiny tiny little bit I've got like this anxiety worm drilling in my head, which is saying, is whispering, I hope you don't look back on this time and regret the time you've wasted. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely, just, absolutely. And, I'm, and I, I, I can't say, I, I've got, to be honest, I've got a clear conscience. All I've tried to do is support my family mm. and work and, and um, without getting too heavy, but just to get work. In, in, in a very different way to the use the way I'm used to working. Yeah. So I've not wasted time like that. However, I've got a book I'm supposed to be writing, but that <laughs> keeps going down the list because I've got to do this. I've got to make a film in Woods because they're paying me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, it's it's funny. But at the same time, I will get my book written and I'm I'm I'm, all right. I'm 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 actually getting on with that. I think I say that every podcast. <laughs> You've been saying it for, for eighteen but, but episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen back and uh, hear me say it again. Um, but I think this this idea of yeah using the time. If if nothing else, you've got a, some drawing. That is great. Yeah. I think that's great. And the other thing that you can't put a put a price on. Is, is the time that you've had at home. Because mm. even though you, I mean, you work in fairly locally to where you live, yeah. but you're at home and you're with your kids and you're with your fam, you know, you're with your your, um, your family. And, you know, the, the, the for me anyway, I'm absolute, I know I've said it already, and I'm not ignoring the fact about how terrible everything mm. is or has been for many people and, you know, really, really taking that on board. But I've loved being at home mm. and I'm, I'm not... But I don't want to. I don't want to go back to normal, normal, and just regret anything. Yeah. Right. I'm going to move us on. How proper banging on? I'm going to move us on. So we've got, I don't know, ten, fifteen minutes left, and I think we need to talk about comedies. Yeah, light in the mood. (laughs) I'm great when I've been drinking. (laughs) Let's switch from (laughs) regrets in life to comedies. Anxiety worms. Have so, you got worms? Only the anxiety ones. Well, well, we mentioned in the last podcast that we'd try and yeah. do a little bit of a thing on comedies this episode. And a few people have, have uh, tweeted in some of their favourite comedies, and, and I think you're going to talk about a couple of yours. Um, yeah. So I'm briefly going to outline a couple of ones that have, already, that have been sent in to us. Um, we had uh, Martin, who, who was already talking to us about um, Beast... Master. He's master. Um, he recommends Airplane. Of course. And Anchorman. 
And, yeah. and seemingly any movie beginning with A. <laughs> He's just gone to a dictionary of film. And got bored and I'm, after, I'm surprised after at two pages. <laughs> I'm not that, but I, I, I love Airplane. I love Martin. Yeah. But um, I'm not, I'm, 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 Anchorman hmm, <gasps> left me a bit cold. I, it it leaves gonna, me cold now. We're going to have to have a conversation about that. Okay, um, I'm happy to. <coughs> my, my copy is for sale. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kelly, another listener, yeah. uh, regular yeah. listener, has recommended yeah. uh, a few films, but the one I wanted to pick up on, because it links with the one I want to recommend, is A Mighty yeah. Wind. Now, oh, I've, not, God, I've not seen it. I've not seen it. But I do know that it's a Christopher Guest mockumentary yes. type film. <clears throat> yeah, of which Spinal there are tap. many, many. Yeah. It's and that I, and, and... Sorry. No, you sorry, go on. Mate. No, uh, For your consideration, that's the one about the Oscar, sort of the awards ceremony. Yeah, I haven't seen that that's one either. That's a good one. And there's the one about the do- dog show. That's the one I've, that I've put on my list. Best, oh, best in then. show. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. And I know carry that on. some of those mockumentary films that they've done get a bit of flack because the more you do, the more predictable they are, I suppose. Yeah. But I've obviously seen Spinal Tap, um, and my yeah. wife, when we first um, when we first met, or thereabouts, around that time anyway, um, yeah. she introduced me to the show, best the film Best in Show, uh, yeah, and it is so so funny. It's it's not it's not just written by Christopher Guest; it's uh, Eugene Levy uh, co-wrote it, yeah, yeah. Um, who is in one of my favourite comedies ever, oh, which I'm not talking about. Really, go on, brilliant. He's a, such an amazing comedy actor. Um, yeah. And it's also got uh, Catherine O'Hara in it. I mean, I think the cast yeah. generally is the same across these mockumentary type it's, films. It's, it's like, uh, what do you call it? It's like uh, when a theatre has its own set of actors. What do you call that? I can't remember. Yeah, it's true. It's like the Carry On films. <laughs> yeah, 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 I guess. Um, yeah. And it's also got the late uh, Fred Willard in it, who died this week. Uh, and he Did he? Yeah. Oh, God, shocker. Sorry, Hal. <laughs> Podcast over. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, he died yeah. this week, and he's—I mean, he was eighty-six, but he was a brilliant, brilliant comedy actor. Um, yeah, I, I agree. And, and he was in and his role in Best in Show is so yeah. so funny. Can I ask? Does he do the commentary? Yeah, because I've not yes, watched Best does. in Show. Yeah. For so years. he's not in it yeah. much, but um, right. the film is a mockumentary built around like essentially mm. like Crufts. It's it's not Crufts, yeah. but that sort of thing. And towards the end of the film is the competition, and he is one of two like commentators and the other guy is like this sports jock who clearly shouldn't be there knows nothing about it and it's just <laughs> hilarious um, yeah. I'm not going to talk anymore though I want, I want, okay. I'm going to pass on to you because I know you've got some okay. comments to talk about well I just want to say that I mean that whole genre of the mockumentary um, we watched um, uh, Charlie Charlie Brooker's um, viral wipe on the iPlayer the other night yeah. have you watched that? nope uh, oh you should you need to write that down Charlie Booker's um, viral white writing uh, and it shows a clip from Spinal Tap and the thing I'd forgotten was um, and I've forgotten all the names of the characters and everything but the guy who's the blonde one in Spinal Tap he's um, he's Saul Goodman's brother in Better Call Saul I've just totally gone blank though on everything with that so I'm going to stop that (laughs) cul-de-sac I'm going to reverse out and I just want to say this about Eugene Levy who you mentioned who's in Best in Show he was in one of the greatest comedies from the 80s which is Splash that's got Tom Hanks and Daryl Hammer in yeah he plays the dentist uh, (laughs) who who accidentally sedates his own leg (laughs) 
<laughs> and it's just chuffing brilliant and again i'll be honest with you this this contributes to that tapestry of movies i was talking about which um eugene levy worked a lot with john candy yeah. john candy was of that sort of saturday night live uh steve martin planes trains and automobiles kind of world um i and I, I had no idea eugene levy was that deep rooted in comedy i mean i think for people <clears throat> No offence, Hal. For people my age, I think mm. most of us were introduced to Eugene Levy through American Pie. Yes, he plays the dad. And mm. that's, that was great. When I went to see American Pie at the cinema, I was just, I was just totally buzzing because it was Eugene Levy mm. um, in it as the dad. And, and he's so deadpan and so, he so was brilliant. In all, he's, he's had a role in some of these well, goliaths back, of comedy yeah. in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Just go back and have a look. Wow. Um, I'm not. I won't do it now. But go and have a look at his um, his history. Yeah, we've not got long now. But I just wanted to mention. Um, you asked me what are my comedies, and I find comedies a difficult genre. And then the more I think about it, it becomes easier. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if it's because it's a genre I've shied away from in recent times. Um, when we've been getting the tweets in, there's quite a few films I've not watched. Mm. Um, and weirdly, when I've started thinking about comedies that I've really enjoyed, I, I go back really to when I was a younger person. And the t two films that I'll just mention, and I'm not going to spend long because we've not got long left, but um, two films, um, maybe one day we'll spend more time on them. But the first, if I take them in order of time, the first is from 1974, a proper comedy, um, and it's Young Frankenstein. You know what? Um, You're going to hate me. I've not seen it. Right. No, that's okay because <laughs> no, that's all right. I'd love to sit when when all this lockdown stuff is over. I'd love to sit with you and watch it because it's such a wonderful, brilliant uh, Mel Brooks film. Mm. Now, Mel Brooks. Some people really don't like Mel Brooks, and I, and I get that. It's, it it can be quite childish yeah um, I like some humor. of them but not all of them yeah it can be hit and miss as well because he's, he's from the old school of comedy mm. it's um, you know keep going you know verbal diarrhea with, with gags yeah. and yeah Young Frankenstein just the very fact that it's in black and white it's so much of a homage to those old universal movies it's just brilliant and just very that idea of the tapestry for me um, the, the guy who plays the monster uh, the creation in Young Frankenstein and obviously you only ever see it in black and white so he's got a very pale face um, but if you see colour stills from the set his face was green <laughs> so it's, it's quite a it's, that's funny in itself and the fact instead of bolts in his neck he's got a zipper <laughs> which is just <laughs> brilliant but he's played by Peter Boyle now when I was watching loads of movies in the 80s, when I was basically discovering cinema and I was trying to watch all the films I was supposed to watch, and that goes back to a conversation we had last week, mm. um, I, he was in a, a film called Taxi Driver with Robert De Niro. Yeah. So you've got him in Young Frankenstein and then Taxi Driver. And then if you fast forward to about, I'm sorry, I haven't got the precise date, but about 1994, 95, something like that, maybe later, he was in an episode of The X-Files, and probably one of the one of the top ten episodes, and it's called Clyde Brookmeyer's Final Repose, and it's from season three of the X Files. Right. 
And if you're an X-Files fan, you'll remember the episode because it's an old guy who's a psychic and there's someone going around killing psychics. And it's just extremely poignant, the episode. It's not like watching a sci-fi, you know, fantasy thriller. Mm. It's about a billion miles from Deathstalker, <laughs> you know? So young Frankenstein to the X-Files there, just through one actor. But all those things, young Frankenstein, taxi driver in the X-Files really important sort of visual cinema mm. tv treats for me that 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 make up my own tastes today but just going back to young frankenstein i'm going to stop in a minute gene wilder gene wilder mate yeah just gene wilder's just brilliant in it he is. and marty feldman i, th- I think he's Ma- just a brilliant actor anyway gene wilder yeah. especially his oh he was his, um, yeah his stuff with richard pryor yeah well stir crazy again one of my favourite films, and a thing I remember about Stir Crazy, is during the teachers' strikes in the eighties, they, you know, all te- half teachers weren't there, so they put us all. We're in a church school. They put us all in the hall, and the head of geography had sent, <laughs> sent, I don't know, Darren Howard, my mate, they'd sent him to cinema or not cinema to the video shop. Go and get two films. The whole film, the whole school can watch. <laughs> and he came back with Stir Crazy and Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> and Stir Crazy, part of it is set in a strip club and you could just see the head of geography at the back with his head in his hands we're at a church school all kids all lads all kids are going you know watching stir crazy with gene wilder but um yeah a film a, a film i love and young frankenstein it's just so wonderful and i mentioned marty feldman and, and he's he had massive links with like monty python and and things like that but just the supporting cast you had um, terry gar who's a, just a, a, a wonderful actress and she was in a film called one from the heart um uh, and also madeline khan who was um just a, again just she was in a, a great movie version of the board game clue which i don't <laughs> know if you've seen with tim curry but they're just it's, you just got to see it because it's just great fun. Now, I'm not going to talk about my second film because we're running out of time, but I, I, I urge you, if you've never seen Young Frankenstein, please check it out. And the the moment I'd really love you to... You'll rewind. You'll just want to watch it again. It's the moment that Gene Wilder wants to prove that the monster is intelligent to the, all the great and good of, of society. So he, he, he hires a theatre and gets and, and he and the monster do a version of putting on the Ritz <laughs> in top hats and tails and canes. Now, if nothing else, go on YouTube that. Gene Wilder, Young Frankenstein, putting on the Ritz. You will thank me. You are very, very welcome <laughs> so that's my comedy i had another but i'll save it no for that's time. great um I, the last thing i want to finish on with comedies I, I think there are really hard they must be i mean I, I don't know from experience obviously but there must be a really hard genre to film and know you're doing a great film yeah yeah um and for a comedy to last more than a couple of years where you can go yeah. you, where if a comedy can last multiple viewings and still make you laugh yeah. i mean that is quite the achievement it, it is an achievement we watched the wedding singer very briefly we watched the wedding singer and i'd not seen it for 15 years or something mm. um you forget how old it is and because it's set in the 80s and it was made in like 1996 or something yeah. 97 maybe a bit later uh, certainly in the 90s i watched that I was absolutely pissing my side <laughs> laughing there's just some bits in that film and it's proper cheese 
but it's great yeah. and it's it it doesn't mean any harm i like that it, it's not cruel brilliant brilliant <laughs> um i think the only other person I, I think my sister tweeted in as well to say come, yeah uh, and this was something a couple of them uh, different people offered coming to america Oh, what a move. Well, trading, yeah, trading places, coming to America. Actually, we should just sack all the education stuff off and turn this into a, a movie. Well, podcast. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come full circle to finish. John Amos yes. from yes. Beastmaster yeah. is in Coming to America, and there's a new Coming to America coming out soon, I think, and he's in it again. Is, is Eddie Murphy in it? I don't know. <laughs> we, need, we need to it get. We need be. to get he some. Must, they wouldn't remake it without him, would they? Well, they might. <laughs> they might. might they? They, did, they did that version of Dumb and Dumber, didn't they? Without Jim Carrey and other one. I'm gonna have to. I, I, as soon as I've said that, I'm paranoid that I've got it wrong and they're just re-releasing it. I hope you've not messed. It. I hope you've not messed it up. Right, right at, right the, at the climax last. of the Can podcast. <laughs> oh, I've really enjoyed it today talking um, talking a few films and I really that X-Files episode I'm off to watch it again it was called Clyde Brookmeyer's Final Repose and it's from season 3 if anybody's a fan of the X-Files I know some, a lot of people aren't brilliant um, yeah. I have just fact checked <laughs> very <laughs> quick this is the massive bonus of not doing this face to face I can have Google yeah. in front of me coming yeah. to America the sequel is supposed to come out this year, but obviously a lot of films are being delayed. Yeah. Um, and it's called Coming to America, but instead of T.O., it's the number two. Is Eddie Murphy in it? Uh, yes. Uh, is it? Um, uh, <laughs> is it? In flashback? God, is he? Uh, <laughs> well, it says story by Eddie Murphy, so he must be. Oh, he must be. He might be in it there, mightn't he? Yeah, why would he not? I mean, he needs a film to bring him back into the fore, doesn't he? He needs to... Well, he, well, he hasn't... He, he did... Oh, anyway, yeah. Yeah, he does. He is, he's back as Akeem. Thank goodness. Thank goodness, because that was really quite frightening just then. Uh, Arsenio but, Hall's but, back in it as well. He's great. Oh, he is really great, <laughs> isn't he? And we're running yeah, over he, now because I'm Googling at the time of talking. No, it's all right. It's, it's, it's all good, isn't it? It's all good. All right then, mate. Right, we'll so leave it there. that's been a lovely episode so i hope everyone stays safe and thanks very much for continuing to well stick with us really as we do these lockdown rambles absolutely um, and get in touch recommend a crap film for us to watch it'd be great fun oh yeah oh yeah um, you've got to put on your thing again <laughs> now uh, let me oh, see you not? just to finish i mean i could post do it. it to finish mate slightly quite crap films <laughs> The I Thought I Knew You podcast was brought to you by me, Howell Roberts, in partnership with a person I'm just getting to know a little bit better. Ed Southall. We'd like to thank you for listening, thank you for downloading, and thank you for sharing. Please get in touch with us. We can be found on Twitter, at New You Podcast. That's at New You Podcast. And also on Facebook, at New You Podcast. It's the same. Who'd have thought it? At New You Podcast. We're going to share it far wide you join in join the bandwagon we're gonna have a great time see you next time people my bandwagon